Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Kind of weird tonight, the MLB draft, which got pushed back and they decided to make it one big weekend's action from Denver, Colorado. To talk about all of that with us is a guy who has a motto, Have Mike Will Travel. Uh, does play-by-play work absolutely everywhere. Uh, we're going to get him to talk baseball with us tonight. Uh, Rich Waltz joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. Rich, Jody Mack here. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Jody. How are you? I haven't, I haven't seen you in a couple of years, but it's great to hear your voice. And, and uh, thanks for the invite. No, thank you for hopping on board with us. Oh, there you go, a Frank Kaminsky hoop. We were just talking about him last segment that we didn't know if he was going to get into the game tonight. A Carolina guy checked in and said, yeah, good riddance, to Frank Kaminsky. Another Michael Jordan lousy pick. And then we'll see if he gets in tonight uh, for the Suns because they have some injury issues. But I didn't bring you on to talk NBA, although I know you could if I asked you. Well, uh, I want... hey, we can go to Frank. The... Anytime you... Frank the Tank makes a show, I think it's a good night. How good a player was he at Wisconsin? Well, I mean, he was good. I mean, he was he was a consummate Wisconsin guy. Um, I mean, hard-nosed, skilled, uh, gamer, all those things. I mean, if you you know, if you looked up Wisconsin basketball player in the dictionary <laughs> and they had a picture, it's a chance that he's probably going to be one of the guys you're going to see. So, no, look, he's it's really interesting to watch these. I don't want to delve too far into the NBA, but it's fun for me to watch Milwaukee and Phoenix in the finals, new faces, guys put in positions. They've never been in, in terms of playing in the, in the finals. Um, so I'm all for it. Uh, I like the variety. I'm not one of those that's disappointed that uh, the Lakers aren't in or the Clippers aren't in, or, uh, you know, a, a team with a marquee name and all that. So, I'm all in on that. I was actually trying to explain to my nephew today about he was talking about the, telling me about the series and and the, he's really rooting for the Bucks. And I said, you know, when I was, you know, really really young, uh, I was somewhat of a Bucks fan because I was a, a Kareem fan, and, and um, you know that's the last time they won it when when he was Lou Alcindor. So uh, that's a sentimental pick for me. I'm I'm pulling for the Bucks. Yeah, I, as a matter of fact, talk about really young. Yes, I, too, remember when he was uh, uh, Lou Alcindor of the Milwaukee Bucks before he became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and was actually in Madison Square Garden the year before they won the championship uh, when the Knicks knocked him out and they got to sing Goodbye Louie in Game 5 at Madison Square (laughs) Garden. Uh, It worked out for him in the end. He did okay. The Bucks are now back in the finals. We'll see if they can get back into this series with a win tonight. All right, I did bring you on to talk baseball. Uh, the Major League Baseball draft is ongoing as we speak. Mistake yeah, to move it to the Sunday night of the All-Star game? 
Um, or uh, do you think uh, attention is uh, fixated on them tonight and they actually made a good move? Uh, you know, I, I salute them for trying something different. I, I salute okay. baseball for, for trying to find a place for the draft. Um, MLB Network does an incredible job with it. All the, the Jim Callis's and the, the, the guys that do, and Jonathan Mayo and, and everybody that does so much research and, yep. and leading up in the last couple of weeks they've been on and, and stuff like that. But I'll wait and reserve judgment till after, because it, it's, you know, yeah, the teams have played. I think the all-star stuff really picks up tomorrow. Um, with the workout and then obviously on, on Tuesday. So I'm going to wait and, and see how it feels uh, tonight. Uh, there's a few surprises just looking at, you know, Henry Davis going number one to the pirates and Kumar rocker. The Mets fans have to be just, I mean, this Mets fans have to be thrilled with it, that uh, rocker, the, the great right-hander from uh, Vanderbilt uh, has fallen to 10 and, and, and fell to them. That's a, that's a really good get. I agree. I thought the two Vanderbilt kids were going to go off the board in the first uh, five or six, and Rocker falling down to 10 was a surprise. That's what they said on the broadcast. I happened to be in a commercial at the time, so I was able to flip it on. They were surprised that the Angels, the pick before, took uh, the kid Bachman from uh, Miami, thought that uh, Kumar Rocker was a given to be taken there, and yes, the Mets uh, did get him at 10. yeah, and some of that is uh, slot money and, and finances and need and such. But I, I was fortunate enough in, in 2019 uh, to call the Super Regional at Vandy when Duke and, and Vandy were at it. And, and Duke won the first game, and Rocker pitched the uh, elimination game to, to keep his team in and – that was the 19 strikeout no hitter. So I'm I'm a little biased in in having seen that live and called it. That I I think this guy is really really special and and lighter. You know I've worked with Al before. Uh, he was my partner for a year in, in Miami, and um, so I'm really tickled that um, that Jack went number two as well. So that that's pretty cool. And that look, Vanderbilt is so good. Uh, at developing major league talent, especially arms. And they were, Jody, I know that you know, a lot of fans are, are in the last couple of years getting used to hearing words like spin rate and Rapsodo cameras and all the technology that goes into improving pitching. And places like Driveline in, in Seattle are the labs that have really made a huge impact in, in, in that position especially. But you know, what really, I think, helped driveline arrive was they got in the colleges first. The, 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 the pitching-savvy colleges, um, Oregon State, Vanderbilt, I think North Carolina, were into the technology and into that, that stuff uh, first. And if, you, if you're down to have a chance to go down to Vanderbilt and ever tour their facilities and tour their pitching lab and, and their technology and all the stuff they've got, uh, the major leagues fell, have fallen in line over the last couple of seasons, but the colleges were there first. And, and pitching coaches in, in, in major, college, major colleges are, are paid, many of them are paid better than pitching coaches in the major league. Um, they certainly are paid a lot better than uh, the minor league pitching coaches. So uh, when you see a, a guy like Leiter or um, Rocker get picked by your team or these teams, uh, they're not that far from the major leagues because they've been 
training with the same stuff that the, the big leagues have started to, to turn to. Uh, they've been being, they are being developed by major league caliber pitching coaches with uh, major league caliber tech and equipment and instruction for the last couple of years. I remember uh, a couple of years ago, I had Al Leiter on as a guest, and I asked him why his son had basically let it be known that he was going to go to Vanderbilt, that he had a chance to be a first-round pick for a second round. He wasn't going to be a, a top pick, but he had a chance to go in the first round, and he ended up going in the 20th because he basically announced, well, I'm going to Vanderbilt. Uh, so, right. so I think it was the Yankees used a 20th-round pick on him just to see if they could steal him. And he said, no, I wasn't kidding when I said I was going to Vanderbilt. That'll tell you something. you got a kid that's going to be drafted that high. And he says, no, no, I'm going to go get better. And when I do get drafted, I'm going to be drafted even higher. And it works out just that way as he's the number two pick in the draft. So I guess the lighters knew exactly what they were doing. (laughs) Exactly. You're right. They did a uh, great job. We're talking to uh, Rich Waltz here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right. uh, You mentioned the uh, technology that is now in place and that much more information they can give pitchers to improve them. And I guess spider tack doesn't hurt either. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Major League Baseball, I think, has gotten what they wanted. Uh, they, you can argue that they mishandled it from the beginning. They knew it was an issue in spring training. They declared that they were going to be on the lookout for it, but then didn't do much with it. And the, uh, some of the players finally said enough is enough, and the rumblings got loud enough that they had to react to it because media was starting to cover it and get the word out there that uh, it looked like a lot of players were cheating. They gave the pitchers about a two-week head, no- head, head notice that, hey, we're going to come down and we're going to come down hard. Ten games suspension. You're not going to be able to replace, uh, be replaced by a teammate. And damn if the pitchers all didn't get off it, because I think the umpires have done their job and checked the pitchers. It has annoyed some people, but now it's become almost routine, and they've only had one player who's been caught so far. I guess Rob Manfred can sit back and smile because uh, he may have helped to put the problem in place, but he's done a pretty good job of coming up with a solution. You know, Jody, I agree with you, and I think aesthetically it wasn't easy, right, having guys – uh, get shake, you know, the the umpire shakedown in terms of show me your cap, your belt, uh, your hand, your arm, and all of that. But I think you have to exactly what you said. You have to judge this on the result. Has yep. this changed pitchers' actions? And it's pretty easy with uh, Statcast and all the measurables uh, on spin rate. You, you know, spin rates down across the board, and there's particular pitchers of note that their spin rate has decreased 10, 15, 20% or what have you. So look, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't pretty, but I think you judge it on, has it been effective? And I think they're going to have to keep doing this. I think you can't just do this for two weeks and say, now nah, we've solved the problem because pitchers will figure out a way to get back in it. Um, so um, there may be a, a point in time, maybe after this season, where Major League Baseball comes up with a, a league-approved substance or rosin and something just to give them some grip because guys you know, can still use rosin, but you can't combine it with the, the bullfrog sunscreen and, and stuff like that. But you, you judge it on, on was it effective. And I think you're still going to have to have this, and I think certainly you're going to, you know, as painful as it may uh, be to watch, I think you're certainly going to see this in the postseason as well because the stakes are obviously a lot higher then, uh, but now. But I think you're right. I, I think 
um, it, it feels like and it looks like that it's probably not completely out. I mean, I'm sure there's some guys that are still figuring out a way, but most of them on the measurables and the spin rate and that stuff has been uh, reduced, uh, which is what you're looking for. You're, 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 you're looking to give, um, get more action in the game, less, fewer strikeouts, ball in play. Um, and so we'll see if the, you know, if, and it, and it seems like, you know, ball in play and on base percentage and stuff has uh, risen as spin rate has dropped, but that's, it's only been a couple of weeks. So it, I think by the time we get to September, Jody, it'd be really interesting to look at the charts and, and the stuff that stack has and, and, and all those guys have and, and uh, you know, to look at in terms of where the, where pitchers are on that, um, it's so- on that spin, on that spin meter or whatever they want to call it. Exactly. Uh, it's so funny. About 15, 20 years ago, my father turned me on to uh, Bullfrog Sunblock, and I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was the best that I had ever seen. I am very fair. That's why he gave it to me, because he needs it, because I got my very fair skin from him. So I said, you got to use this stuff. It's great. And I do. Little did I know he was giving me contraband, uh, but I've been using it ever since. But it has done nothing for my spin rate, but it's kept the uh, skin cancer <laughs> from set- settling in on this uh, very good. Caucasian That's skin. That's good. I I, I need your opinion on this because I've I've taken a strong stance. Some disagree with me, uh, some hedge. I want to see your take. Um, Two weeks ago when Mm -hmm. uh, the two most exciting young players in the game, uh, no uh, offense to Ronald Acuna who uh, comes off that list because he's not going to play again this year, Uh, but two of the most exciting young players in the game, uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Fernando Tatis Jr., both juniors, Begged off from the home run derby. And they're two guys that I absolutely wanted to see in Colorado attempting to go yard on pitch after pitch after pitch after pitch. I I guess I give Tatis a little bit of a break because he had a shoulder issue earlier in the season. He's playing through it right now, and he's one of the top home run hitters in the National League. So it isn't something that's debilitating, but at least it's something you want to be protective of. As far as I know, Vlad Jr., is perfectly healthy and fine, and they both decided to pass on being participants in the home run derby. I think it's a mistake on two fronts. Number one, I think it raises your own viability and uh, awareness, and everybody's about improving their own brand these days, and they could have. And it certainly helps raise the uh, viability and visibility of the game. And I think they're kind of obligated to help if they can. In that way, they both passed. I was ticked. Were you? Um, I've, I've, I've learned uh, working in this game for a long time that the key word that you said there, as far as you know, in, in terms of the injury situation, you just don't know. So, but, yeah, I'd love to see them. But I also know, um, you know, I've been around guys that have said no before, and, and part of it was, their bodies and, and, and they are just worn out or they need the, they need three, four days. And that can be a taxing um, contest. I know they've reduced, I mean, it, 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 they've tried to make it go faster and, and less swings and less yep. taxing, uh, but it is in Denver and that's at altitude. Uh, and yeah, it makes the ball fly, but it's also hard on your body. Um, so I would give them a, a, a a, not a, a, a hard pass, but a soft pass, and hope that um, 
in the future that, that they'll do it. But yeah, look, there are two. I got to see um, Vlad last year in the I did the um, wild card series uh, down at Tampa with with the Blue Jays and the Rays, and that that team is loaded with um, uh, just you know young talent, a lot of young talent kids of uh, of major leaguers. So you know, I, I will say I've I've seen guys and heard from guys that in years past have have just said, hey, I, I just physically can't, don't want to put myself through it. There are some players that, that feel that it can mess with your swing. Um, I, you know, I, I was around Giancarlo Stanton for uh, a long time, and he had success in that home run derby. And he never – I don't think he, I ever heard him say it, it, it messed with his swing. But I've heard that too. So it's kind of like the slam dunk contest uh, in the NBA – you, there are guys you want to see on um, in the dunk contest that aren't there, and you know, oftentimes it's physical. So, uh, look, I'd love to see them. I, I think um, you know the fact that uh, they are the two rising stars or two of the rising stars. Uh, would it be better for baseball? Yes. Am I going to question whether they're uh, just saying no, just to say no? Um, no, I'm not going to do that because it could be uh, injury-related. It could be swing-related. Um, I, I just don't know. No, uh, I don't know about the injury-related, but here's why I don't buy the swing-related. Well, it could adversely affect Pete Alonso's swing, and the Mets are in first place. Yep. And Pete Alonso yep. said, I'm going to do it because I want to do it, and I think it's good for baseball. And he's yep. running a risk of That's tiring good. himself out and or injuring himself. Shohei Otani, if he's not hitting home runs, he's actually out there pitching, and somehow he's going to suck it up and get it done in the home run <laughs> derby. So I'm sorry to Vlad and Fernando if they think that it's a little much for them. I'm going to call them on the carpet and say that it's weak. That maybe, not doing. maybe if they put a little more prize money on the line, that might do it. What do you think? Uh, usually, when in doubt, throw money at something. It's got a better chance to get a better result. You're right. Um, but I don't know if it would in this case. All right, but last yeah, thing. I, 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 I'm with you on spirit of great to grow the game. So I'll agree with you on that one. Very good. All right, last thing. Um, got about two and a half weeks till the trade deadline. Let's check the standings. A couple of teams with nice leads. Milwaukee's run out a little bit. In the Central, uh, the, the Mets are fending off the below 500 teams in the rest of the NL East. Um, you've got the great race out West, which I think is going to be phenomenal, all the way into September. American League, White Sox are in real good stead. The East looks like it could be a dogfight. The West will be the Astros and the uh, A's, and then I'm not sure that anybody else can get in it. Although Mike Trout returning, you can make an argument for the Angels are there enough teams competing for playoff spots for us to have something to get excited about at the trade deadline? Uh, they're going to be more buyers and sellers, sellers and buyers. How active do you think it's going to get before we get to the end of July? Well, I think it's going to be active. And, and, and I think, for example, you can look at standings uh, and say, well, these, these guys aren't going to trade. But I think you also have to look at injuries and what's happened in the last uh, 24 hours in the in the National League East with Acuna's injury, right? I mean, all of a sudden, you know, yeah, it's the, the Phillies are, are at 500 and the Mets are three and a half games up. Well, all of a sudden, you know, I'm sure both general managers and both president of baseball operations in both of those cities took note of that Acuna injury because, sure. you know, Atlanta was just trying to get some pitching healthy and make a run at it. They had the best run differential 
in that division, which usually predicts that they'll be better in the in the long run. Um, so I think it's you know you you can look at pure record, but also look at who's hot right now. And and you know you talk about the West, that's great, but the Padres are scuffling a b- little bit right now. Um, they're not getting to the break uh, in a in a streak fashion, but the Giants sure are. Um, and the Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers aren't completely healthy, and they're just two back. So um, I, I think there's going to be enough uh, a skin in the game for these uh, uh, teams to make deals. I, I, I really do. Because I, I think the Central, you know, the Cubs and the Cardinals are under 500. That's weird to say at the, the All-Star break. And the Reds are actually, you know, David Bell's doing a terrific job. They're six over Milwaukee's. Uh, you know, slow start, but great right now. I, I think there's plenty of teams. And, I, and, and especially what you pointed out is there are divisions where it's not just one, it's not two teams, it's three teams uh, that, that uh, could go for it in the West uh, of the National League. Uh, Boston and Tampa, two-team race in the East, in the, in the American, Houston and Oakland, you're right on that. Seattle, actually. Scott Service is going to get a few votes uh, or notice for manager of the year, I think. Their, their run differential is minus 50, and they're five over. That's good managing, <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, and, and the White Sox seem to be the class of the Central. So I think so. I mean, I think teams okay. uh, will, 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 uh, will be active and, and, and anxious. And also, teams that aren't in contention are going to be anxious to move guys. And the Trevor stories and the, and, and the guys that are sitting on teams like that they will be, I think, active and, and interested in, in improving themselves. I surely hope that's the way it plays. As a uh, son of a former general manager, the lead-up to the trade deadline is uh, one of my favorite times of the year. I, I hope we have some things we can sink our teeth into. I appreciate the fact that you, son, come in with me for the past 20 minutes. Rich, good catching up. Thanks for hopping on board with us. Jody Mack, anytime, man. Thanks for the call, and enjoy the All-Star game. And- you do I know you. I know you'll still enjoy the home run derby. I'll watch, but I will not enjoy it as much. <laughs> well, sometimes you just got to take a hardline stance. Rich, good stuff. You Thanks can. for coming on, hey, bud. Babe. All right, Thanks, appreciate guys. it. See ya. Rich Waltz from uh, uh, all over the place: CBS, ESPN, Fox. He's done play-by-play for absolutely everybody, uh, and he gave us some good uh, baseball insight tonight. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.